0: Welcome to the Lunch Break Hymn Sing, a podcast dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns, both ancient and modern, as well as the authors who penned them. I'm your host Frank Aiken. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, and don't forget to leave that five star review and a comment. Join in on the conversation in the break room, and come socialize with us on Instagram at the Lunch Break Hymn Sing. You can support us financially through buymeacoffee.com. All of those links are in the show notes. Now, let's grab our lunch boxes and our hymnals and dig in to today's episode. Today we continue our study into the Pilgrim Psalms, the Songs of Ascent, looking at Psalm 121. As the people of God would make their way to Jerusalem, they would often sing these songs to offer encouragement, lament, confidence, and thanksgiving. Psalm 121 would have been a song the people would sing to give themselves confidence in their journey to the royal city. If we look at this journey metaphorically, this would be representative of one's life. As we move through the various stages of our lives, we often lift our eyes up to the hills no doubt thinking of the danger that may lie ahead as we begin our climb. We may ask ourselves the question, from where does my help come? Charles Spurgeon helps us understand this psalm more clearly from his book, The Treasury of David, a commentary on the psalms. And here's what he says. Help comes to saints only from above. They look elsewhere in vain. Let us lift our eyes with hope, expediency, desire, and confidence. Satan will endeavor to keep our eyes upon our sorrows, that we may be disquieted and discouraged. Be it ours firmly to resolve that we will look out and look up. For there is good cheer for the eyes, and they that lift up their eyes to the eternal hills shall soon have their hearts lifted up also the purposes of god the divine attributes the immutable promises the covenant ordered in all things ensure the providence and predestination and proven faithfulness of the lord these are the hills to which we must lift up our eyes for from these our help must come it is our resolve that we will not be blindfolded, but will lift up our eyes. And so, verse 2 answers our question My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The psalmist points out that he is the maker of heaven and earth to show his universal and unmatched power. He made all things. And so, for our help to come from him means that no weapons, earthly, our demonic, will stand against us. As Spurgeon said, it is vain to trust the creatures. It is wise to trust the Creator. He will keep you. He keeps Israel. So, in the corporate sense, he watches over his church. In that same way, he keeps you. He is a personal God who watches over and protects us. And again, we turn to Spurgeon. The word keeps is also full of meaning. God keeps us as a rich man keeps his treasures, as a captain keeps a city with the garrison, as a royal guard keeps his monarch's head. If the former verse is in strict accuracy a prayer, this is the answer to it. It affirms the matter thus, Lo, he shall not slumber nor sleep, the keeper of Israel. It may also be worthy of mention that in verse 3, the Lord is spoken of as the personal keeper of one individual, and here of all those who are in his chosen nation described as Israel. Mercy to one saint is a pledge of blessing to them all. Happy are the pilgrims to whom this psalm is a safe conduct. They may journey all the way to the celestial city Without fear. Now there is danger all around us, in the light of day and in the dark of night. The psalmist says, The Lord is our shade on our right hand. Now, you lefties don't need to feel left out, but in this verse, we picture the Lord's protection of our right side as we fight off our enemies. In verse 8, we close with an ever watching God. Who will keep our going out and our coming in? Spurgeon tells us that when we go out in the morning to labor, and come home in evening time to rest, Jehovah will keep us. When we go out in youth to begin life, and come in at the end to die, we shall experience the same keeping. Our exits and our entrances are under one protection. Spurgeon closes out his commentary on this psalm in saying this, This keeping is eternal, continuing from this time forth, even forevermore. The whole church is thus assured of everlasting security. The final perseverance of the saints is thus ensured, and the glorious immortality of believers is guaranteed. Under the protection of such a promise, we may go on pilgrimage without trembling and venture into battle without dread. None are so safe as those whom God keeps. None so much in danger as the self-secure. In goings out and comings in belong peculiar dangers. Since every change in position turns a fresh quarter to the foe, And it is for those weak points that an especial security is provided. Jehovah will keep the door when it opens and closes. And this he will perseveringly continue to do as long as there is left a single person who trusts in him, as long as a danger survives, and in fact, as long as time endures. Glory be unto the Keeper of Israel, who is endeared to us under that title, since our growing sense of weakness makes us feel more deeply than ever, our need to be kept.
1: I lift my eyes up to the where shall come.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lunch Break Hemp Sing. We look forward to seeing you next time. Until then,
1: enjoy your lunch break.